This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Non Air Never podcast. I'm your host today, George Poole, and joining me are two good friends of the podcast, Huey Higginson and Freddie Javi. Most, if not all of you, will already know Freddie and Huey, whether it be from the Pride of Britain Awards, Good Morning Britain, or even our special interview with the boys last year. Well, today I'm joined by our local fundraising superstars to discuss their 100km football challenge, their soon-to-be-released book, and everything else in between. But first things first, lads, it's been 10 or so months since we last chatted on the podcast. So how are you both doing on this fine Friday evening? We're good, thank you. Yeah, it's been... Freddie's just started uh, school a few weeks ago, mm. and yeah, high school. So, yeah, we're good. It, everything's good. Burnley, uh, Burnley are doing well, so... Yeah, we, so we it can... always always helps yeah. me the mood. I was thinking yeah. about this because I, I started high school 10 years ago this year, so it made me feel very old. <laughs> Um, just after the Olympics was when I moved up. But Fred, you've just moved up to high school, right? How's how's that been going so far? Yeah, it's been good so far. And I've seen him around as well. Yeah. You like you like most of your teachers, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose it's sort of just a settling in period to begin with. There's not, not too much pressure, whisper it quietly. Yeah. And uh, Freddie, how was the football going? Because you play for Atkinson Stanley Academy and also district level football as well, I think I've seen on social media. Yeah, it's been good. Um, we've been playing at Aki still, and you won a cup with uh, the district team, didn't you? A few yeah. months ago. And then the trials for this year again are coming out soon as well. Nice. Which which district is it you play for? Is it Ribble Valley, or do you fall into a different district? It's Hindburn and Ribble Valley. Oh, so together. Oh, nice. Well, fingers crossed for the trials coming off. I'm sure you'll make it in. I'm sure you'll make it in again. But um, I saw that you two both went to Camp Festival, was it, over the summer? Uh, yeah. Does that have, like, artists playing as well? Like, I've, I've, not, I've, not, I've not heard of it, but it seemed like a proper good weekend. Yeah, it is, it is really good. We went last year, so the 2021, um, and then we just, we just had such a good time. I think it was Becky Hill, I think. Um. And yeah, there's there are some really good artists on. There was uh rudimental this time with Freddie. Yeah. Rudimental example, rag and bone on more yeah. Um and yeah, as it was it's 
we were really good and we, we, we got some funky outfits out of it as well, didn't we? Yeah, I did see it was like uh, Kevin and Perry or uh, yeah, Huey and Freddie. I did see that and I had a little laugh to myself. Um, so which do you think was better, the Camp Festival or I saw that you managed to go to England and watch England in the Players' Lounge at Wembley? Tell us about that because that looked amazing. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Um, we got invited by Harry Kane and his wife, Kate, um, because he was meant to be at the Pride of Britain, but uh, he had a match on that night. Um and he couldn't make it in time uh, for the awards. Um, but, uh, yeah, he invited us on the game, and it was just, like, it was so yeah good to meet all the players, and everyone was really nice, and uh, go and tell, tell Georgie he recognised us. Go on. Um, Jack Grealish. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so we went up to Jack Grealish, like, in, introduced ourselves, and he went, I've seen you two. No. Like, yeah, so it, it that were a bit like. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that that was bonkers, and yeah, it was just such such a good time. That's yeah, not bad friends to have. And I thought I had it uh, famous walking around Bath, and someone recognised me in a Burnley shirt. I was like, but no, it's not. It's not exactly Jack Grealish. Um, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um, Hewitt. You were back playing football in April, right? And uh, you played in the charity match against, is it Sand United yeah. North Ants? Yes, yeah. So Rob, who's the founder of Sands, um, won a Pride of Britain at the same time as us. And we've, like, we've, we've kept in touch with all the yeah. winners. Um, and Rob messaged us and said, we've got a charity match on. We'd love for you to be the other team. And so we got a team together Um and it was it was such a good day, and it was six six in the end. But they uh, they said we're we're done. You can you can have the trophy. <laughs> nice, and you got to play with Tricks and Billy, and even even Kieran made an appearance, right? Your dad. Yeah, my dad had a an, an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them where you bring him on just to give an appearance fee, but uh, yeah, yeah, five and then he pulled his hamstring after five minutes, so he, he went he went off uh ten minutes after coming on, and he he sort of was the the coach for the rest oh, of yeah. it. And we thought Robbie Brady got injuries uh, quickly. Yeah, never mind well, that yeah. hamstring after five minutes. <laughs> Amazing. Well, is have you? I've noticed that you've you've stayed, you've kept in contact and like supported a lot of other charity fundraising, whether it be like Jordan Jordan North's rollback home, yeah. or or uh, even obviously Kieran running the Burnley Ten K. I imagine that you start to build up like a nice community of friends doing doing the fundraising and the people you meet through the, the awards evenings and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. So we've managed to meet a lot of people and support a lot of people as well. Yeah, it's good um, when we can actually be there and support them because in, in the lockdown, there was so much charity work going on because the NHS um, and... But nobody could actually go and support them so it has been really nice over like maybe the past year to go and actually support people and uh be there in person yeah and meet them in person i bet i, I saw yeah. the, is it the uh max the boy in the tent who's been camping out in his backyard yeah. all the way through lockdown which just just seemed incredible yeah so he he had his two year um anniversary yeah two year camp out and he had a big like they rented out um a field and a campsite and we went down to Devon 
to go and see Max and do the camp out with him. And it was, yeah, it was that was a really good weekend as well. And it was actually Trixie's birthday um, on the day of the camp out. So she had a good time as well. Oh, nice. Lovely. Well, uh, Huey, obviously we're, we're catching up with, with you again. And it's two years on now from uh, your diagnosis with, a, I'm going to, I am going to get this, this right. It's acute lymphoblastic leukemia. I, I did practice that. I can't yeah. remember, it? Well done. Um, but It's but, actually yeah, go exactly on. two years today. Two years today. Wow. And, but and... it's probably in the time of this meeting where it's actually two years when I went into the office and the doctor told me it was about six o'clock. Wow. And yeah, oh, what yeah. a long way you've come, come since then. And and you're looking well to me, uh, just looking at you over the video camera. How how are you feeling? And obviously you're still going under regular treatments. Yeah, I mean, I'm in hospital. Well, I was in hospital like once every week, but over the past maybe two or three weeks, maybe a month, I've been in like once every two weeks because my blood's have been a lot better, which is good, but you get more of school, which is good, but good <laughs> yeah yeah you've got to say good yeah yeah uh so yeah i'm doing all right i still have to go in for monthly chemo and uh but it's what it's what you have to do and you have to get on with it yeah no it's great to see you doing so well and i'm sure our listeners will be uh thrilled to hear hear about the uh the treatment going well and being reduced down to two weeks yeah that's brilliant yeah. and obviously we were just talking before we started recording and you mentioned that you've got rehearsals coming up this sunday uh with basics can you uh we spoke about this a little last time, but you managed to get back on stage, right? Yeah, so I did a show in May, um, which was really good. You went to watch yeah, that, didn't you? It was good, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the first time I've been back on stage since a while. I can't remember when the last time, maybe like 2019, because we had the lockdown and then obviously with my treatment. So, yeah, probably 2019. And uh, it was great to get back on stage and I'm now rehearsing for sister act which is like in the next month so i've got a seven hour rehearsal on wow. sunday and it's probably some like 11 12 hour ones closer to the show so it's tiring but it's it's really good fun and i really enjoy it yeah no it looks looks amazing sister act that's one of the i used to absolutely love watching that film as a kid yeah. um, my, with my grandma that'll be a good one to do on stage yeah it's gonna be really good and uh listening to all the singers watching all the dancers it is it's got it's going to be good it's going to be really good yeah i bet i bet uh talking about singers huey you've got to talk me through seeing liam gallagher on your birthday in blackburn how, how yeah. big a surprise was that and what was the night like because when i saw it and i saw your dad a couple of weeks after i was just like in awe it just seemed amazing yeah it was really good so it was the it was the morning of my birthday i think it was a wednesday um and I saw, a, like, as soon as it came out that Liam Gallagher was playing, and then I saw the date, and I'm like, this is on my birthday. And we trapped, my dad entered the, the uh, pool, or whatever it is, and we didn't, uh, unfortunately, get it. But uh, we were on, I was on a Radio Lancashire interview um, on, the on my birthday, and Graham Liver, uh, the breakfast presenter, told me that, we were going to King George's Hall to watch Liam Gallagher, and that was, well, it, it was just bonkers. It was great to watch him in person because he's, well, he's obviously a big family household name, isn't he? So it was great to watch him and sing him, sing him Wonderwall. 
singing Wonderwall uh, with Liam. Well, not with him, but oh yeah, in, in some ways room, with him. In, in the same room as Liam Gallagher, it was yeah, it was such a great night. Yeah, no, it looked amazing. Uh, I was lucky enough to see him a couple of weeks after, and it, yeah, it's so good at the moment. I suppose we'll move on because we'll talk about your 100km football challenge. Now, last time you were on, we were obviously speaking about, about Freddie's running challenge uh, leading up to, Chris, was it Christmas Day 2020? Gosh, time yeah. flies. Um, I know. From the, from the Pride of Britain Awards after that challenge, um, I was buzzing to see last year, was it Boxing Day that you started the, the Laces Challenge, um, which was just weeks after you sort of let us in, let us in to know about, about your plans. Um but you're doing this one together, right? Yeah, so do you, do you want to tell? Yeah, so obviously that I did my challenge on my own and when I was doing that, we thought when it was better that we wanted to do one together and that's what we've done and we're running around all the football grounds in the English Football League and Premier League and we're doing one tomorrow. Well. Yeah, we're doing one tomorrow. We're doing Forest Green Rovers tomorrow. Which wow, is, uh... amazing! Because yeah, it's not like we've talked about this before, but that's yeah, I'm I'm there as well at Forest Green Rovers tomorrow. Um, yeah. so I'm I'm sure we'll be able to meet up at the game. And which which number will this be? Are you getting up towards te- run yeah. number ten? Number ten, ten yeah. And yeah, um, so oh, go well. go go ahead, yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be really good tomorrow. I'm really excited. Um, I and love that kit. It's it nice. is a really nice kit as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just it's going to be. A good day, and we're gonna have a few vegan pies, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. shout. My dad, my dad's worked at Forest Green Rovers before, and when he told them that he was a vegetarian, he left the ground with, I think it was two crates of free oat milk. So just let just really? dip into conversation. Just say, yeah, I'm a vegetarian, and I'm pretty sure you'll just walk out of there with freebies. <laughs> well, well, we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> if, obviously... if, we want, if we want two big boxes of oat milk. Yeah, that this is the place to go. I'm telling you, like I'm, I'm bringing spare bags with me tomorrow because I'm leaving there with some freebies. <laughs> so after, after you've obviously raised more than a quarter of a million pounds at this point for the the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital, with this challenge, you've turned your attention to raising money for other departments around the country, right? Yeah. So, um, where wherever we're doing the runs, so tomorrow it's going to Bristol Children's Hospital. Um, which is, it's the oncology ward there. But because Forest Green's closest children's hospital is Bristol, that's where it's going. And it's going to be the same for all the other grounds. So Liverpool will go to Alderhey. Um, like all the Manchester ones will go to Manchester. And it's, yeah, that's, it's good to raise money for all the um, oncology departments in the country. And, and yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a long challenge, but it's going to it's going to help a lot of kids, and I think that's that's the most important thing. Yeah, how how's the reception been so far on the fundraising front? Because obviously, I suppose it's nice for these clubs that you go into their clubs and and raising money f- for their area as well. And not only that, but you've obviously taken a good luck streak with you to these games. I've seen like basically most teams that you run round, they win that game. Yeah, well, it's it's basically whichever team that. Well, we're at basically, um, and then when we went to Shrewsbury a few weeks ago, oh bless you, um, <laughs> bless you. <laughs> when we went to Shrewsbury a few weeks ago, when Burnley were playing them, Burnley won. Um, but apart from that, I think 
it was Birmingham QPR. against QPR. Um, but yeah, it's, apart from that, all of them have been either wins or good draws. I think there's only been one draw, and it was at yeah. Walsall, which was great, which was such a good game because they scored in like the ninety fifth minute from like a volley from outside yeah. the box. So that all the games have been absolutely brilliant that we went that we've been to. Uh, I think six nil at Bolton. So well, no, no pressure good. tomorrow then. Well, no, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. Yeah, well, and see obviously with QPR, you've got the Jimmy Dunn link, so you could say yeah, you've yeah. brought good luck to every game you've been you've been at so pretty, far. Pretty much, yeah. So, so you've ran so far at Burnley with Jordan North, uh, Walsall, yeah. like you say, Birmingham. Bolton, yeah. uh, which yeah. was alongside Paddy McGuinness, <laughs> which I did not, yeah. I did not expect to see, but that was amazing. Um, I nearly ran yeah. into a goalpost on there, and, what, and we both you did beat, or Paddy? I did. Oh no! But Paddy got it on camera, and so did I. So we got it from two angles, um, like, like a me, me running into a goalpost. Yeah, Freddie was just laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a pro. He's a pro now, Freddie. He's like, I've run, I've run enough before. I can avoid yeah. goalposts. Uh, yeah. Dare I say, you've been to Blackburn, you've been to Exeter, Sunderland, yeah. Derby and later Shrewsbury, but which ground and run has been your favourite? Well, ground, obviously the turf, obviously the turf but probably apart from the turf, I'd, I'd say Bolton or Bolton yeah, good. Uh, or Sunderland. Uh, they're both really nice grounds and Derby as well. Um, so I think them three are the nicest grounds, but reception-wise, I I think it's Derby. I think it's a Derby. Oh, yeah, Derby was good. Yeah, but uh, well, they've got the they've got their big stand with the ultras, and honestly, the support we got in there, yeah, that was, was really it was it was really good. So yeah, probably reception-wise, Derby. Oh, nice to hear. And you've obviously you've got, you've got let's think. So after tomorrow, you've got 80, 82 more to go. But have you ever have you had any thoughts about the eight to so grounds that will make up the the hundred kilometer challenge in total? Because obviously it's a one kilometer each of the ninety two football league and Premier League grounds. Yeah. But have you thought yeah. about the other eight yet? Well, yeah, yeah so, sort of. We've thought of a few. We might do some up in Scotland. Yeah, some a few more grounds. than eight. So yeah, that's maybe the only thing. Yeah, and we want we want to do Wembley as well. Wembley's yeah. like, and when we did go to Wembley with. Um, yeah, we met someone. And Jude Bellingham said if you could get out to Dortmund, we could do something. Yeah. There. So that was. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So we we are we are gonna do like another eight, maybe a few more. Um, but it's yeah, it's gonna be such a good challenge. Yeah, I think the the trouble is gonna be containing you to a hundred. It's just gonna be the the, the issue yeah. is. Just... Trying to get your parents to organise it all was just gonna be just gonna be a nightmare. But you've got the you've got the running in the legs, right? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> the thing we're, we're going to talk about most mostly today is I'm mm. talking to soon to be published authors. And now I was I was yeah, and for for our listeners, anyone who watched on YouTube, we are holding up the book now. Friends are amazing. Be the best friend you can be. How did this book come about, guys? So Scholastic, actually, the who's who've published the book, they've uh, they asked us in February, is it? February yeah. this year. They asked us if 
we wanted to write write a book and obviously we we said yeah we'd we'd absolutely love to um so we spent like a month jotting jotting like little things that we thought were important as friends so like just writing little things so there's a few bits in the book like going for breakfast and things so when when we went for breakfast we we always had like notes in our phone and uh, yeah we always like jotted stuff down and it is it has turned out really well um and it's it's I'm gonna be so excited when when it gets published and we can just go into a shop and pick the thing up yeah yeah it's gonna be yeah. a bit unusual that I, f- I feel like before maybe sometimes with kids you're like oh we don't want to go in Waterstones but now you'll be able to go in and just like just hang out by your book is it October yeah. 13th it comes out and then after that you'll just 13th, be there ready yeah. published authors on the on the bookshelves yeah well I I was in Manchester a few weeks ago and you could you could pre-order it and I went into the uh I went into the store and asked can you can you pre-order books um and she said yeah of course you can so we we put it in and she said and my dad said to her do you, re- you recognise anything like unusual about it and I and I said look look, look at look at the picture and she said that's you and I was like yeah so yeah it was it it was great to like go into the store and see it well not in person in the store but on a computer um and yeah I'm I'm really looking forward to when we can just go in the shop and like hold on hold on yeah I mean yeah. we've got amazing and you've obviously you've been able to work with not only scholastic uk but also you've got a you've got quite a big illustrator on these right i had a, I had a look through the book and some of the illustrations just amazing they are they're, they're really good she's uh the illustrator is called erica salcino yeah she, she's from spain i think and she's done greg james's book kid normal and you can just see a few illustrations on the full cover that's me and freddie and then there's like just a few really really cool illustrations and yeah it's gonna it's it, the book has turned out so well and we're I, we're well happy with it yeah yeah it's gonna, it's gonna be surreal almost to just be able to just walk yeah. into a bookstore and, and see you see yourselves there because as you say your picture is on the uh the front cover as well now when you were obviously you said you were putting the ideas together jotting ideas over breakfast but what was the what was the main thing that you wanted the book to achieve for, for anyone who buys it oh there was so many people just giving us like Com- yeah comments, comments on, and stuff like uh, on social media and things like that it's it's like people saying how good our friendship is and why can't all friends be as good as freddie um and we we just decided to make it so that every child has well can have things to uh things to do with a friend. Yeah, well, I noticed at the end of the book you come up with a, a list of ways and words that can uh, describe someone making being a best yeah. friend as possible. But if you were each to sum up now on the podcast, what makes a really good friend in maybe a sentence, and not to put you on the spot here, but I am putting you on the spot. What would it be? And I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to Freddie first. Oh, um, <laughs> you have less time to think about it. I, I have a bit of thinking time now. Probably just to like help them out when they need it and just be there for them. Pressure's on me now. Yeah, it is. Um, that was a good. <laughs> uh, 
just to I'm, I'm gonna say the same thing as Freddie. Um, just friends are amazing. Be the best friend you can be, and always be there. That is the name of the book. Always be there for you. Always be there for your friend, and just be like Freddie. <laughs> that was really well played there. I think even the most accomplished authors might not be able to sneak their own uh, book title into into the answer. <laughs> so honestly, you're on the right track if, if that's going to be the, the way forward. And this book, so you're doing the you're doing the hundred kilometer football challenge on the one side, and that's raising money for the oncology departments around around the country. But this one's coming back back to home, right, Huey? And this one, you're raising money again for the the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital. Yeah. So. Um, for every every copy of the book sold, um, twenty five p uh, will go to the to the hospital, and it it says it on the on the front cover, just underneath in the, in the white says on the in the white writing. Back. Yeah, it says on the back as well, and it's it is just it's going to raise a lot. Well, hopefully, a lot more money, and uh, yeah, it's it's another opportunity to to raise money. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's brilliant and. I I don't flip through uh, the front and you you meant you dedicate the book to all the children at the the Royal Manchester yeah. Children's Hospital, yeah. uh, but especially to Liam and Sam. Can you tell us a, bit, a little bit about those two, if, if you won't mind? Yeah, so um, they're both um, my really good friends, and uh, unfortunately, a few a few months ago, Liam uh, really sadly died, um, and. Yeah, it was before. It was after we'd written uh, this, but we we just said to the uh, to the illustrator, "Can you maybe like, put a little picture that looks like Liam in?" So she's done that, and I think it is in his. It room. is. It's just. Look. It's just at the back, uh, in the middle, in the pink t-shirt. Yeah, I've got him with the glasses, that's, the blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. So that's Liam, and I think it was just really important to. It doesn't say in the book that that's him, but people that know will know that it's him. Um, and it's just, I think that was a really uh, nice little thing to put in the book. Yeah, it's a nice nice way to, to honour him, I suppose, in some ways. And yeah. every time you look in the book, you'll, you'll be able to see it. And, uh, yeah. and I, I presume you'll be sending a few copies over to the uh, Royal Manchester Children's Hospital and everyone there will be able yeah. to, to read it as well. Yeah, we'll send them to the ward or send them uh, to the to the player leaders and they can read uh, a bedtime story when uh, when you're going to sleep. Yeah, brilliant. And they'll all be able to uh, become better friends after it. So uh, with, yeah. with, with the money that you're raising this time, obviously you've already raised a lot of money and a lot of good has been done uh, for the Royal Manchester Children's Hospital. Can you talk us a bit through what the money you've, you've raised so far has gone and achieved and what, what you're looking for? to do with the money that's going to come from the sales of the book? Um, oh, go on. No, you do it. Sorry. No, you've not. You've barely talked. Yeah, go on, Freddie. Right. Um, so, slushies. Yeah, we've got slushies. We've bought a lot of them since we last spoke. Um, and we've got a Belmont infuser um, to, like, infuse blood quickly to the body yeah uh, body it, temperature yeah well well done uh, it heats up blood to uh to body temperature so you can transfuse it quickly because blood has to go in cold and then you get hypothermia it's all but it's 
it, ha it has been really useful and I've we've been told that it has been used quite quite a bit and that that was that was really good to hear wasn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah um, and what else, what else? oh what else have we done teens oh yeah we've done the teen zone yeah yeah so we're, we're refurbishing the teen zone which is called the hub now um and it's basically where you can go for if there's any birthdays or christmas you can you can go you can go in the teen zone and have like your own time yeah and is this is these sort of things when you're raising money for the oncology department so the uh the oncology departments reaching out to you and saying this is how we're going to use the money this is you know we might introduce the slush puppies here and stuff like that yeah well we, we speak to the charity team for like things like that what the hospital need because all the all the charity team know um what the hospital and the oncology ward needs so it's it has been it's it's been good how uh how the Charities have got in touch with us and said we we would like this, but we're trying to get slushies for every ward, um. So that's gonna cost like a thousand pounds for each ward, which is, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of money, but uh, I think I think we'll I think we'll make it happen. Yeah, and hopefully once uh once this book gets released and uh. It's not obviously it's coming out on October thirteenth, right? But you can our listeners can pre-order it now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's some other um sites. But if you just type in Huey um Huey and Freddie uh book or Friends Are Amazing book, it will come up with uh the book and you can buy it on Amazon and Waterstones, like like you said. Um so yeah, it's gonna come out on October thirteenth and we are buzzing. Yeah, I, I imagine so. And I already had a look as well. I, I get a lot of my books off um, a website called bookshop.org that also, it gives gives money to like the local bookshops as well. And I've seen it, it's, it's, it's up in bright lights on there. Friends are amazing, Huey and Freddie. So I had a look at that early. So yeah, any of our listeners, we honestly go and, go and get this book because uh, no, I'm excited about it. I've had a, a little read, a, a sneak peek already. And uh, yeah, it'd be brilliant. And coming up to Christmas, I imagine guys, this would be quite a nice, christmas present for a lot of children yeah i think it's a really good time to release it yeah i think we tried to do that didn't we yeah so just 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 before christmas. christmas um and i've actually had a few people on our street said we're, we're gonna get this for our for our grandkids and uh yeah it's 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 a good time to release it and i think it will be a, a really nice christmas present for a lot of for a lot of children that's so good to hear. And yeah, I think I've got I've got too many cousins to name that I have to try and get Christmas presents for every year. So uh, I think this will be a nice way to, to get around that and be able to uh, get them a nice Christmas present without having to go to Tesco's and buy just seven bars of chocolate, which is my usual, usual port of call. I think this time it'll be a nice book instead. Welcome back to this week's special episode of the Non-End of a Podcast. And we are once again with Freddie and Huey here. And I suppose before we wrap up for tonight, guys, we'd better have a quick chat about the Championship's most exciting team at the moment, Burnley. Yeah. But before we go on to talk about uh, the, the league campaign so far, you guys got to meet Vincent Company and Josh Brownhill at Shrewsbury. How was that? So, yeah, it was really cool because, like, my dad's a City fan, so I'd like watching I'd go watch games and he was always my favourite player so to meet him which was really cool 
Yeah, and I think the manager of Burnley is start of a new era, and and it's got off to a good start, yeah. I think, and uh, I think he's brought some unbelievable signings in. Yeah. Um, and it was really cool to meet him and Brownhill as well, who who's bagging goals for fun. And amazing ones too. Yeah. They're not like tappings. They're proper outside the box. Curl around the defenders into the into the bottom corner. Lovely. Top yeah. top bottom. Yeah, proper midfielders goals. Wherever. Wherever. Yeah. It can do it. I was gonna ask you, of of the new signings so far, which which has been your you guys' favourite? Ooh. And I know there's a lot of them to choose from, so you can take there it. Is. It's got to be Nathan Teller. Yeah, I Nathan Teller. Or I've been. Re, I've, I went to Preston and I went. I went to um, Bristol uh, City on Saturday. Was it? Yeah. Um, and I think Anas Zauri played like, really well in both of them games when he came on. Like for in he came on as a sub, I think, in both of them, didn't he? Um mm-hmm. and I think I think he was like really good and Nathan Teller got injured with either cramp well, he, I think it was cramp. Um and bringing Zari on a bit some fresh legs, pace, skill. He I think he's I think he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I found him exciting to watch. All of them sort of wingers we've signed, like Benson as well, they sort of just, like, they get you off your seat. You're just excited to watch it. Even if it doesn't end up going anywhere, it's just exciting to watch. It is. uh, And especially, like, all of the players are skillful and they're all, well, it looks like they're all, like, coming together now. Um, Because at the beginning... They're from all different leagues. Some of them are from the Super League. There's, they're from all over the place, and I think, uh, I think they've done really well to so quickly get together as a team, and I think it, it that's made a massive difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think we've all been impressed so far by what we've seen. But going forward, do you? I know we've. Have you been keeping an eye on other teams? Because I've been a bit worried by Sheffield United and Norwich both look quite good. I feel like they're the teams we're going to be competing with this season to try and get into yeah. that, that top two. Yeah, well, there's there's always um, Norwich, Watford go up and down. Go, season. go up and down, up and down. It's like, a, it's like a lift, isn't it? Up and down, up and down. Um, but I, I think Watford have been playing well and they've been winning but when i watched them against burnley the football i mean it was it was good but not premier league if you know what i mean but it's it's the points that matters and the goals and i think we just need that clinical striker so if we can but we've not seen dervis joglu or chirlinov yeah, really i think he'll be good chirlinov yeah so we we don't know if they're like strikers and they can show and also like left winger. Yeah. Oh well we don't know if they can score goals. That's that's the main thing that this team needs. I mean we've got J Rod who who's a great finisher. We've got Teller who's a great finisher. We've got Brownell who's a great finisher, but we just don't we have the we have great play, but we just don't really have an end product. Yeah, we're struggling to I feel like teams are just sort of deciding to sit back and just 
basically do what we did against Man City uh, for yeah. a lot of years yeah. in Liverpool. And now we're on the other side of that coin and we've got to try and break them down, yeah. which is, it's frustrating. But what I found this season is that I'm less worried because when we've got the ball, it's like, oh, the other team can't score. So I'm not as anxious all the time. I think I went to Preston the other week and um, it was it was just frustrating because we got that first goal from Harwood Bellis. Um, and it was it was frustrating when they scored the other goal that people are blaming it on Murich. I, he couldn't have done anything. He slipped. Um, so, bless you. Bless you. Oh, oh sorry. Um, yeah, so I, it was just a bit frustrating that we just couldn't get that three points because we, we needed it, didn't we? We needed it to boost, but we got it. We got it against Bristol, and that that was uh, I think I think it'll only go up from here. Yeah, and I think after the international break, we'll also have Scott Twine back as well. Yeah, yeah. to see him. I mean, I in some ways you sort of forget that he's our he was our first signing. And he obviously was. we've not been able to see much of him yet. But um he comes with quite a big reputation. Yeah, well he he's good at free kicks and we're getting a lot of these free kicks with skillful uh skillful wingers and, and skillful midfielders. Um so I think I think we'll bag a few from free kicks this season. Yeah, fingers crossed. And we we have got there is I know Ross Wallace works at the club and he, he used to be good at free kicks back in the day. So yeah. hopefully he's given given a few tips. He's the free free kick trainer, and uh, Scott Twine's going to be the next Beckham. Yeah, or Robbie Blake. I mean, I'll take I, I'll take. Or Robbie Blake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so predictions then for the rest of the season. Do you think, looking as as of now, do you think we're going to go up automatics, win the league, get in the playoffs, finish outside of the playoffs? You you guys tell me. I'm feeling playoffs potentially go up or lose the final. Yeah. I I I think we'll go up. I, I, I don't I'm, I'm not sure if we'll get automatic. If the team, if if we if we're uh, if we're playing this football, it's great. We just need that goal. Um but I th- I think we'll I think we'll go up by, yeah. by the playoffs. I, I think I, I think uh I think we'll stay up in the prem when we get there. Yeah, well, if we get there, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I'm touching my desk, I'm knocking on wood. Um, yeah, I, I, I also think it could be one of them playoff playoff seasons, but I, I don't think I can yeah. really. My nerves can't handle the stress of playoffs anymore, so I'm I'm hoping it will oh, automatically. Because uh, yeah, the idea of going to Wembley and losing just doesn't doesn't sit well at all. No, it doesn't. But uh, that's football. <laughs> You sounded more mature than me. I, I wouldn't be able to say that's football. <laughs> but well, it if I was supporting another team, on, on the day, if we get there, I'll be crying if we lose. Like I like I was at uh, when we got relegated. There's yeah, a we all of- saw them pictures from Newcastle. <laughs> and I I was crying, like crying, crying, crying. Yeah, it was and, awful. Yeah, it was it wasn't great. Yeah, but you have to go through them moments to then get an enjoyable season in the championship. Yeah, and you do. Um, it's always so much more fun because the league's just really unpredictable and you, anything can yeah, happen. Anybody can beat anybody. We we went on. I went on uh, QPR versus Barnsley uh, last season to support Jimmy, 
Um, and Barnsley were 20th and QPR were third. Barnsley beat them 1 0. And that just shows that anybody can beat anyone in that league. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a funny league, but it's a, it's a good league. It's, yeah, it's fun it, to watch. It is. Well, I as think. long as we're winning, then I suppose if we're losing, as long as we're winning, yeah, then it's not fun. City, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> now, before we do, we do wrap up. So we got you, we got your predictions in the bag playoffs. Um, now going back to the book just before we finish, one line that stood out for me uh, that you'd written was that having a friend is like having another brother or sister. Now, after everything yeah. you guys have been through together over the past few just... years, is is it almost like you've got you've got your own families, but are you two you feel like brothers now after everything you've been through? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Now we see each other more at school as well. That makes it even yeah. more like we're we're siblings. <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet everyone like at school just comes up to you is like, oh, it's Huey and Freddie, are you together again? <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but. Uh... It's, it is a friendship that everyone should have. And everyone should have that one friend that uh, is important. And Fred's man. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. That, that's, that's, a, that's a nice <laughs> note to end on. And before you two go brawling, uh, I'll wrap up, I'll, we'll wrap up the podcast there and just say thanks to you both for coming on. And for all our listeners, go and search out for the book. Friends are amazing. As we've said, it's coming out on October 13th. Waterstones, Amazon, bookshop.org anywhere you can find on the internet it's coming out so go and pre-order it and guys thanks a lot for coming on i know last time our listeners loved loved hearing from you so uh they'll be delighted to hear from you again (laughs) yeah that's right yeah right thanks listeners everyone for listening this week thank you george thank you thanks it's my pleasure so thank thanks a lot for coming on guys and to all our listeners We'll be back after the international break with the preview show and then hopefully an analysis show after a win at Cardiff, which is next. So, uh, yeah, thanks again to Huey and Freddie for coming on. Thanks to the listeners for listening and we'll see you next time. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.